No more stressful trips to the fitting room under fluorescent lights. With Armoire, you get to wear quality pieces without the hassle of adding to your wardrobe or paying designer prices. I'll say, as a busy mom of three, I know the importance of treating myself to something special, and Armoire allows me to prioritize quality over quantity in my wardrobe. Plus, Armoire is woman-founded and woman-led, so you can feel good about supporting a business that empowers women. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, try Armoire today. You'll never have to worry about finding the perfect outfit for any occasion again. If you're curious for some of the looks that I've chosen, check out my collaboration highlight on Instagram for a few of my favorite Armoire looks. Looks that you can grab too. So right now my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash minimalist. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalist to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity, and I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and point your toes west. Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Moms podcast. I'm Diane. I'm a mother of three living in Columbus, Ohio. I'm trying to make room in my life for what matters by getting rid of the clutter and living life with purpose. I hope you'll join me on the journey to think more and do with less. Join me today as I talk to certified financial coach and personal finance expert, Jesse Fearon, about what she believes are the five financial truths to overcome barriers and to better understand how to make your version of the American dream a reality. What are we believing about the American dream that is simply untrue? And are there any universal truths? How have we distorted our view of finances and how can we move towards a life of financial freedom? All of this and more coming up in today's episode. But before we get to the conversation, as always, I wanted to encourage you to leave a rating and review if you haven't done so yet. Leaving a rating and review on iTunes is the best way you can help this podcast succeed and grow. I also wanted to quickly mention, for those of you who have picked up a copy of my book, Minimalist Moms, Living and Parenting with Simplicity, I'd love to hear your feedback. So far, I've been really blown away by all the positive responses. I just want to say, if you've recently finished or are about to do so, would you do me a huge favor and leave a review on Amazon? It helps other readers find the book and prompts the publisher to print more copies to keep it in stock. Thank you so much in advance for your time with this, and I've included an easily accessible link in the show notes for you. As for my minimalist moment this week, I have another resource for you. And this is actually a person and his name is TK Coleman. I first heard of TK from The Minimalist and I highly recommend you checking him out and following along with him on Instagram. TK is full of wisdom and I'm gonna share a clip of something he said during one of The Minimalist 
tours that they had put on. This is from their Instagram account. You can go look it up. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. It's hard to describe a person without telling you something that they said, but I think he can do it a lot better than I can. There's a guy who went to go see a guru and he says, Master, what must I do to be enlightened? And the guru said, meditate one hour a day for the next 10 years. You'll reach enlightenment. He says, "Okay, I'll do that. But my brother meditates an hour and a half. I want to be more holier than him. So I'm going to do two hours a day. How long will it take for me to be enlightened then? The master said, 20 years. He says, wait a minute. If I'm meditating twice as much, shouldn't I get twice the results? And the guru said, twice as much ego, half the results. You know, (laughs) we can give up our things. But are we willing to give up our need to be praised for it? And are we willing to give up the thing that is hardest to give, which is the ego, for the sake of creating space for what truly matters? Like I said, TK is incredibly wise, and I hope to have him on the show here in a couple of months. So stay tuned for that and give him a follow on Instagram if you're not already doing so. All right, I think that's it. Let's get into this episode with Jesse. Jesse, thanks so much for joining me today on the Minimalist Moms podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me, Dean. Why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself to the listeners, and tell me if you consider yourself to be a minimalist. Well, my name is uh, Jesse Fearon. My family, we are completely debt-free. That includes our mortgage, and we managed to do this on my husband's salary of just over $47,000 a year living in Metro Atlanta. It took a whole lot of hustle and a lot of sacrifice, but it came down to us defining for our family what our version of sort of the dream life, what our own vision for our family was, and getting clear on that and taking the steps necessary to get there. And I would absolutely consider myself um, a minimalist. It's sometimes really hard with three kids and a husband who sometimes likes to sock things away. Um, (laughs) But I would like to consider myself a minimalist or at least taking more and more steps to get there because I don't have like to have a bunch of stuff everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I was just scrolling through your Instagram and I was looking at your house and just the things that you do. I definitely feel like you give off minimalist vibes. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I try really, really hard. I mean, I live in a house that was built in 1979 and there's not there's not a lot of functional space in my house, especially like storage space. So I have to be very aware of what I have in my kitchen, especially because I just, I don't have a pantry. So I don't have a place to like store food or big kitchen appliances. Like that has to be kept in cabinets and that's really hard sometimes. So I have to be mindful of uh, the things I allow into my house and the things that must come out. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think I've said it before, I'm sure, but that's kind of how my husband and I became minimalist is that we just kind of had to be because of how small of a space we were living in and just financially, it wasn't going to be realistic for us to be spending a bunch of money on things that we didn't necessarily need. So you're right. When you don't have space to fill up, it's like, well, I don't necessarily need to fill it. it it's actually kind of easier because it's like yeah. a physical boundary of like, okay, because you can see when you have too much stuff, all of a sudden things aren't fitting in places anymore. And you're like, okay, this is starting to spill out. This needs to go somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. So you have a new book and we're going to be talking about that today, but you talk about financial falsehoods and that's what I want to focus on in regards to just this idea of an American dream. So what are we believing about the American dream that you think is just simply untrue? And then I want to know if there is a universal truth regarding our finances when it comes to the American dream. 
So for a very long time, the American dream was always seen as home ownership. And I know that for myself, as well as many Americans, that, you know, idea has kind of gone out the window. It's kind of antiquated. But we also don't realize, too, that like in other countries, other modern developed countries, a lot of people don't own their own homes, which is why it's always historically been seen as an American dream, because it is very feasible here for the average Joe to own a home. But I think that the American dream It has shifted and it needs to shift. It needs to shift from sort of a checklist mentality of we have to check all these boxes in order to achieve success in life and be more intentional with how we're achieving that success and what success for you individually and you within your family actually looks like. Because I think that's where it's kind of gone awry, if you will, is that for so many people, we just, we know we're supposed to take X, Y, and Z steps, but when those steps don't fit into our life, we don't. We don't know how to make them work and then we don't do them. And so then we maybe find ourselves later on struggling to to either financially struggling to figure out how to get things back on track or what direction we want to just go in in life in general. Yeah. And again, everyone is going to look so different because some people may not want to own property. Maybe some people want to travel and so they'd rather rent because it's going to be easier for them to have someone taking care of their yard and whatnot. So obviously that is going to look different, but what do you think is a universal truth when it comes down to all of us that we can apply when it comes to finances and just our pursuits in that way? Is to one, just get crystal clear on your own vision in life. Because if you don't, if you're not clear on where you want to go in your life, it's going to be very hard to convince yourself to take the necessary steps that, because it usually involves some sort of big change. And all change is hard, whether it's good changes or bad changes, they're all difficult to make. Just like breaking up habits, whether they were originally good habits and now they're bad habits, it, you know, it's very hard to break things. And so, in order to get clear on your vision, one of the things that I like to do is this exercise of picturing myself five years in the future. I will literally write down today's date, five years in the future. I'll write down how old I'll be five years in the future, how old my husband and my children will be five years in the future, and what I hope five years from now, what my life is going to look like at that point in time. Absolutely. That's great advice. So, okay. You have in your book, five money truths to overcome barriers and how to make our version of the American dream reality, which we said that our version is going to look different, um, depending on the person. So what are some money truths that can overcome those barriers? Uh, well, one of the, one of my favorite ones is that starting small is better than not starting at all. For some reason, we sometimes convince ourselves that if we don't do these grand, big sweeping things and make these big money moves that we're not really going to go anywhere. Like we convince ourselves that $5 isn't going to do anything for us. When in fact, if we simply started taking just $5 from our paycheck and putting it towards either savings or paying off debt or whatever our big goals are, we will end up doing more with $5 than most people do with $50. I think this is something that I can relate to as well, speaking to people wanting to become minimalists and pursue life with less, because I think some people think they have to do a complete overhaul of their homes and purge everything. And if it's not done in the weekend, then what's the point? And you're right. There is a reason that the tortoise and the hare has been a, a like a table <laughs> for quite some time now, because I think slow and steady does get you to where you want to be. 
Absolutely. It's that compounding effect where it's those really small habits that we take, whether it's every day or every week or even every month, those small habits are actually what lead to the greater changes because we're just taking smaller and smaller steps. And it actually helps with avoiding overwhelm because sometimes we can tell ourselves like, oh, you know, I'm going to save up $10,000 in six months, but we maybe don't realize that right now we're too financially strapped to make that $10,000 happen in six months. But hey, you know what? Maybe we can make $3,000 happen in six months. And so sometimes pulling back a little bit and allowing ourselves to not become defeated by the big mountain in front of us, we can actually achieve more. Absolutely. All right. What's another one of your five money truths? Well, another money truth that I kind of love to talk about is talking about that we tend to t- lie to ourselves and tell ourselves that we, you know, that it's too late for me, that, you know, what's the point in starting? It's too late um, to begin. But the the truth is, is that you're actually right on time. No matter where you are in your life, in your financial journey, life in general, you're, you're not too late. Right now is the perfect time to make whatever changes you need to make. Probably you already know what that change is. There's probably something speaking to you now that maybe you know that you've been overspending and that you absolutely need to start tracking your spending and reining in that compulsive behavior. So then that way you can maybe make the, the financial moves that you want to, whether that's saving money or paying off debt or saving for retirement or you know whatever big plans you have. Maybe your plan is to travel the world. Well, it's going to take money to do that. So how are you going to fund that? And so don't tell yourself that you're too late to the game or that you'll never achieve this because the truth is is that you're actually right on time. Absolutely. And I'm curious to know just a little bit about your story here. So how much debt did you pay off in order to get to be debt-free? Were you one of these stories that was like, we had tons of money, was it more, I don't know what word to use, normal, like how much are we talking here? Um, so our consumer debt was just over $55,000 and that okay. was two credit cards, a, a car loan and my student loans. Um, our mortgage of course was more, but even our mortgage, uh, by today's standards, wasn't that high because we, uh, we bought a foreclosure back when the stock market had, uh, not stock market, but the housing market had, uh, crashed. Crashed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I had someone on here not long ago talk about, she was in debt a million dollars, which a lot of it was, uh, homes that she had been flipping and whatnot, but yeah. And you did all yours though, with $47,000 income each year, like being a stay at home mom. So I think that people think that they can achieve it, but you're right. Like they can get to those goals and why not just put effort today. And in your next purchase that you think, Oh, I need to go to target and do this. If you stop and reevaluate that, if it's, especially if it's this impulsive purchase, everything will add up. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. What's your third truth? Um, probably one of my, uh, favorites. Um, and that truth is that this is simple, but it's not easy. And so one of the things that we tend to tell her is that because something is simple, we believe that it should in fact be easy. I once had a friend that say to me that, um, you know, taking care of a newborn baby is simple because if, if a baby is fed and clean and safe, they really don't ask for much else after that. But anyone who's ever had a newborn baby knows that it's anything but easy. And so we tend to tell ourselves that because something's simple, it should be easy. And so when it gets to be hard and challenging, we become upset with ourselves or we feel defeated um, or overwhelmed because we're not seeing the progress that we want to because, hey, this is simple, right? So therefore it should be easy. But the truth is that just because it's simple does not make it easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that can be quite universal with other things as well, especially we're in the new year now. And I think that healthy eating is another one of those things. It's like, okay, we all pretty much can figure out how to eat healthy, but it doesn't mean that that is 
easy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's so hard too, especially, you know, especially this time where we're coming out of the mm. holidays, whether it's with our money or, you know, with our health, you know, we've been eating too much, um, you know, drinking too much or staying up too late. And then of course, spending too much money. And so we've been kind of caught in this fog. And sometimes it just sort of takes that sitting down and just really trying to figure it out that it's, it's hard, but you know, in the end, it does kind of break down to the simplicity of just sitting down and doing something about whatever it is that we're trying to change. For a lot of my listeners, I feel like they're on a journey to simplify their lives, but they don't want to sacrifice style, which I completely understand. And that's why I was excited to partner with home threads. Home threads is the perfect blend of minimalism and comfort for your home. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a curated collection of sleek and functional furniture that speaks to the heart of minimalist living, from multifunctional storage to timeless design. They have everything you need to create a clutter-free and serene space for your family. As most of you know, we've recently moved, and I'm not someone to just fill up a room so that it's done and decorated. I wanted to do this with intention, and so I searched out accent chairs on home threads and found the perfect mid-century modern chair that really complements my space. So embrace the beauty of less and elevate your home with purposeful pieces. Visit homethreads.com minimalist and get a code for 15% off your first order. Home threads, love where you live. If you're planning to cut back on alcohol this dry January, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. Recess has meticulously crafted familiar favorites such as Lime Margarita and Grapefruit Paloma, allowing you to savor the flavors and experience of these cocktails without the alcohol content. Throughout January, my listeners can take advantage of a special offer and get 15% off the Recess Mocktail Sampler Pack at takearecess.com minimalist. Every can of Recess boasts a lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients and a calorie count of 25 or less. It's a guilt-free option for winding down during dry January. Again, whether it's the end of a demanding day, a dinner gathering, or simply a moment to unwind, these mocktails are the perfect choice. You won't miss the alcohol, and you certainly won't miss dealing with a hangover. Get 15% off Recess mocktails now at takearecess.com minimalist so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Okay, what's number four? That is wealth comes in many forms and most of us are wealthier than we realize. And the reason I say this is because a lot of times we tend to tell ourselves that wealth equals money. And we just only think that like wealthy means money and we don't actually think about it in terms of that wealth is defined about having a great set of assets. And those assets don't have to be money. It can be resources and time, especially of our time. We can have, um, like for me right now um, in my life, I don't have a million dollars, but I would consider myself wealthy because of the changes that my family made in this, the striving towards becoming debt-free and living a very simple life. I am now wealthy in time, in time with my kids and my family and being able to be here with them. And the same is true for my husband. And and we would not have had that if you know we had kept on digging ourselves further and further into debt. I would have had to go back into the corporate world to start working. And my time would have been spread very, very thin amongst all the things that as you know a family unit has. And so for me, I'm wealthy right now for that. And so the truth is, is that wealth is comes in many, many forms. And sometimes we need to remind ourselves of the wealth that we do have. Absolutely. I was thinking, I don't know if I'll keep this in there, but Dave Ramsey define, he defines a millionaire. It, it includes your assets. It doesn't mean you necessarily have a million dollars in cash, but that because you have equity in your home, that, I mean, that makes you wealthy in my opinion. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Your, your net worth is calculated by your assets, yeah. minus your liabilities. And yeah. so your assets are going to be multiple of things. It's not just the cash you have sitting in the bank. And, and this is sort of the thing. Um, so for background, for the listeners, my, my background is in, is in finance, believe it or not, it's in accounting. And so one of the things that you learn is that a lot of, you know, quote unquote, wealthy people like Warren Buffett and the Bill Gates of the world, they don't necessarily have a billion dollars sitting in cash in their bank account. That's spread throughout all of their assets that they own. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Which again, if you don't have that burden of debt over your head of a mortgage or car payment or, or credit cards, I mean, metaphorically, it can be a wealth to you or like a benefit to you to not have that weight lingering. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, and, um, we were speaking before the show about my, my middle child. I actually last night had to take him to the ER. Mm -hmm. He had a scooter crash and busted open his chin to the point that he needed stitches. He um, needed seven stitches in his chin. And, um, it was quite the little traumatic event for my, my sweet guy. But, you know, he was asking me, he's like, mommy, is this going to be a lot of money? Because we don't have traditional <laughs> health insurance. And I told him, I said, you don't have to worry about that, buddy. I was like, mom and dad have worked really, really hard to get. And it doesn't matter what this costs. Like we, we will have the money. You don't have to worry about that. And that's sort of the assurance of living this debt-free lifestyle and keeping everything as simple as we have, because we have the cash sitting in our emergency fund ready to pay for this bill. When we finally get it, as everyone who's ever been to the hospital knows you got to wait for the bills to roll in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. That's sweet. My, he sounds like my husband, my husband had an accident when he was younger and he asked his dad, he's like, how much would this cost? And I'm just like, (laughs) That's so funny. And now my husband's really interested in, in finances and budgeting and loves spreadsheets. So maybe your little guy will be the same way. <laughs> I would, I would not doubt it. He like, he still has all of his money that he's earned throughout the year. He Aww. doesn't quite know what he wants to spend it on yet. And I'm like, Oh, you are so, so me child. You just like to save money and you <laughs> like, you don't want to spend it. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Well, what is your last and fifth truth? Um, that is with time and effort you can learn how to do anything. So if you've been telling yourself, like, I don't know how to do that and sort of giving yourself this excuse of not having to learn how to do it because you don't know how to do it and it seems complicated or scary. The truth is, is that with time and effort, you can learn how to do anything, Uh, especially in our day and age where we have access to things like Google and all sorts of online courses and and books and and everything. And for me, uh, not too long ago, I really did not know how to invest money in the stock market. I mean, I knew how to invest, knew I should invest, but I didn't know how to actually invest my money in a way that would work for my family. All I, it, Even when I was in um, school going for accounting, the advice that we got was that we were to invest our money into our 401ks and you know pick our asset allocations. And that's all that we were to do, but there was no real depth to those conversations. And so with my husband being self-employed, we don't have a 401k. And so I had to figure out Roth IRAs and figure out how to buy mutual funds and figure out what mutual funds to buy and how to balance the the asset allocation on my own. And it was really overwhelming and really scary. And for a while, I used that as an excuse to not actually take action on figuring this out. And so I uh, I remember that in the year 2017, I gave myself permission that the only goal for that year financially was to read and learn everything I could about investing. And then my goal in 2018 was just to do it. It didn't matter if I did it right. I just had to do it. And the truth is, is that with time and effort, you can learn how to do anything. And so I just spent an entire year learning how to do this one thing I kept telling myself for so long, I didn't know how to do. And the truth is, is that you can do that for yourself as well. Absolutely. It just takes a little time. And again, going back to your first truth, just putting a little bit of time and effort into it every day or 
carving out time once a week or whatnot, you can get there and feel it more in control. It's worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jesse, do you have anything else you'd like to share to encourage the listeners as they begin their own financial American dream pursuits in this new year? Absolutely. And that is slow and steady wins the race. I know at the beginning of the year, we just want to, you know, we just want to go full steam ahead and achieve all the things, but then we end up burned out by February 1st. And so don't do that to yourself. Just remember that slow and steady wins the race. Pick small habits that you can start today that are going to get you closer to the financial goals that you have set in place. All right. Well, Jesse, where can listeners find your new book? Where can they connect with you online? Well, my book, Getting Good With Money, is out at all book retailers, including Target. I just found out, so I'm really excited to go hunt it down in my local Target. And you can find me online on all my socials at Jesse Fearon and my website at jessiefearon.com. Perfect. As we wrap things up here, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every guest. And the first one is, what has been a beneficial resource to you that you'd like to share with the listeners? Well, for finances, it is the Family Finance Moms podcast. She is a um, economist and she breaks down all of the big financial news headlines that are out there right now. That has been a wonderful resource to me as we navigate inflation and all sorts of other economic uh, worries of our times. She um, puts sort of a, a comforting spin on something. So then that way you can actually hear her take on it and uh, just feel a little bit better about things. All right. Last question is what is something that you can't stop talking about? And this can be something totally silly, just anything you've been loving lately. Um, well, this is actually a uh, ginger, honey, and lemon tea. Uh, I, one of the ladies that I follow on Instagram, she shared it. It is just ginger root chopped up raw honey, a slice of lemon and hot water poured over it. And you just let it seep for a few minutes until it's cooled enough that you can drink it. And I just drink it with all the ginger bits in it and everything. <laughs> Ginger is a, just a great addition to a lot of food. So I might. It is. That. Yeah. And I actually started doing it because um, the ginger tea that I've been drinking for so long was out of stock and I have not been able to find it for several months since you shared that. I was like, oh, I can find ginger root. So I just went ahead and started making it. Well, Jesse, again, this was such a great conversation. I hope it encourages people as they begin to pursue just financial freedom or debt freedom in the new year. And I appreciate your time today. Well, thank you. What did you think of the episode? I invite you to keep the conversation going at minimalistmomspodcast.com. There you'll find links to the Instagram account, Facebook page, and where you can find me all around the web. Thank you for joining up on this journey. I wish you a lovely week as you think more and do with less. Why should you visit Kings Island? Do it because less time planning means more time for this. Do it to take a one-day family vacation. Do it to catch a serious case of the giggles together. And of course, do it to eat a funnel cake the size of your face. Because here at Kings Island, doing something just for the fun of it is all the reason you need. Right now, everyone pays kids' price. Kings Island tickets just $45 online. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. 
discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.